0: Welcome to Hope Sabbath School, an in-depth, interactive study of the Word of God. We are continuing an amazing series of studies, three cosmic messages, vital messages, for these last days of Earth's history, studying from the book of Revelation. And I know you're going to be blessed today. We're talking about a vital topic, the everlasting gospel. So, welcome. To hope sabbath school welcome to the team good to be together again you may notice i'm a little excited and that's because our brother rodney is going to be leading us in our study today rodney is one of our best known remote team members welcome down from canada we're glad you're teaching today we also want to welcome glennie joining us uh, from california glennie good to see you again and i think well puya from hawaii good to see you puya and Jamie Jean from Virginia, glad you're with us. It's great to have our remote team members. It makes a difference, doesn't it? Great interaction as we study the Word of God together. And we're also happy to hear from you as part of our global team. You know, our app is used in about 200 countries around the world. So wherever you are from, we're glad you're part of our Hope Sabbath School family. In fact, I want to make a special appeal to you today. Write to us, SS Hope at hopetv.org. Tell us where you're from. Tell us how you're blessed. Maybe you're even teaching a class in your community. We'd love to hear from you. SS Hope at hopetv.org. Here are just a few emails we've received recently. Kathy writes to us, a Zambian studying in Russia. Now, I need to ask, but she's probably studying in Russian there. And she writes, Hello, Hope Sabbath School team. Got the wave. I'm a Zambian in my final year of study in Russia. I have for so long wanted to write to you but never got the courage until recently when I had the privilege of teaching Sabbath school with my local church group. Immediately I thought of Hope Sabbath School outline. Really helped me a lot. My friends love the in-depth, interactive study of the Word of God. Hope Sabbath School has been part of my Sabbath routine for for almost all the years of my university life. It's really helped me in a lot of ways. Only God knows. I always recommend it to anyone who asks me how to spend Sabbath. Amen? Amen? Amen. Amen. I thank God for your lives. May He continue to bless you. What a great way to spend Sabbath time studying the Word of God. Thanks, Kathy, for writing to us from Russia. They're a Zambian studying in Russia. Beautiful. Joan writes from the U.S. and says, Thank God for Hope Sabbath School. I smile with the first greeting, and I'm smiling through the Scripture song, and I'm smiling and wiping tears from my eyes during the closing prayer. Mm -hmm. What a blessing the whole team is. Amen? Amen? Thank you, Joan. We're glad that you wrote to us, and we're glad that you're blessed. Here is an amazing note from a donor. And, you know, we don't mention donors' names, but we want to say thank you, uh, not only to this donor, but to each one of you who are part of this great miracle. We're a donor-supported ministry. This donor writes from Australia and says, For many years I've been watching Hope Sabbath School, particularly enjoy the program. We enjoy the interaction and the insight in each study. Thank you so much for the commitment of the Hope Sabbath School team and the inspiration they bring to the Bible study. God has been gracious to us recently," writes the donor. I sold a piece of property, and this donation comes from that sale and my covenant with the giver of every good and perfect gift. Amen? Amen. Amen. And a donation of 10,000 Australian dollars. Now, if you don't know how much that is, you can go to some currency converter, (laughs) and I just want to say thank you, thank you, Thank you. You know who you are. But whether you send in a faithful $10 a month or you can give 10000 we can all be part of a great miracle of God. Amen? So, go to hopetv.org slash click on the Donate button, and be part of the miracle. Thank you so much for your support. One last note from Christian in Malawi. Christian writes, says, I've watched Hope Sabbath School for some time now. I love everything about the team the way you simplify the Bible, you've surely been used by God to transform lives. Mm. May the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Thank you. Well, Christian, thank you for writing to us from Malawi. We're so glad you're part of our Hope Sabbath School family. And again, we'd like to hear from each one of you, sshope at hopetv.org. Now, I'm excited to tell you that we have a special gift for you during this series, and it's really a great blessing from God. Pastor Mark Finley has written a book called Three Cosmic Messages, which aligns perfectly with this series, and we're so blessed that because of his kindness and Heart Books, the publisher, we can offer a digital copy of Three Cosmic Messages to you as a gift. They said we can give it to Hope Sabbath School members. Now, you could go to Amazon.com and buy it if you want to, but we'd like to send you a free gift uh, compliments of Pastor Mark Finley and Heart Books, a digital copy that will enhance your study. All you have to do, go to our website, hopetv.org slash click on the free gift button. You say, Pastor Derek, I know about that button, because we try to give you resources that will bless your life and bless the lives of those around you. So take advantage of that wonderful, generous offer. Three Cosmic Messages, a book, that will enhance your study. Right now, I need your help. We need you to sing the theme song with us. It's taken from Revelation, the book we're studying, chapter 15, verses 3 and 4. Great and marvelous are your works, Lord God Almighty. Let's sing it together.
1: Great and marvelous are your works Lord God Almighty Just and true are your ways O King of the Saints Who shall not fear you While
0: we were singing, I thought, I don't know what the tune will be. I thank my wife for giving us a tune to sing it to, but those are the words of the song of Moses and the Lamb. I just imagine John turning and maybe seeing some of the great men and women of God, the redeemed of all the ages, Esther and Daniel and Abraham and Adam, Eve, singing just and true of mm. your ways, O Ooh. King of the Saints. Yeah. I think we'll be smiling and crying at the same, same time. <laughs> And the lesson today, Rodney, you're going to lead us, the everlasting gospel, enables us to be there with Mm -hmm. that redeemed throng. So, lead us in prayer as we begin our study.
2: Thank you, Derek. Let us pray. Gracious God, we thank You so much for the privilege of studying Your Word about the everlasting gospel. We pray, Holy Spirit, that You would lead today now, we pray, in Jesus' name.
0: Amen. 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 Amen.
2: I am totally elated to be talking about, with you, the everlasting gospel. Now, I can't dance like Derek, <laughs> but I am excited about it because it is great news for all of us. Mm. Now, what is interesting, as I was looking at the everlasting gospel, and I'm sure you came across it too, is we normally associate the everlasting gospel with certain portions of the Bible. Mm. Everlasting gospel. So you may think the Gospel of Matthew and the Gospel of Mark, Gospel yes. of Luke, Gospel of John. Yeah. But sometimes maybe there is someone out there listening to us and viewing us, may not associate the everlasting gospel with the book of Revelation. Mm. Mm. No. Hmm. Now I wanted to start today with getting your perspective on initially when you were introduced to the book of Revelation. What was your initial reaction, what was your thought when you first heard about the book of Revelation? What was your initial reaction to that? Yes, yes, Stephanie.
3: Confusion
2: confusion all right thank you for your honesty yes <laughs> Jason what about you the book with all the beasts in it all <laughs> the beasts all right Samantha
4: for me it was fair or trepidation,
5: trepidation. or just frightening beasts
2: all right frightening beasts yes. anyone else yes J- Jackson
5: for me it was like the end time events end
2: time events all right Jamie Jean for me,
6: it
7: was frustration. I didn't understand why we'd have this book from the Bible that we couldn't understand.
2: Mm. All right. very good. Thank you, Jamie Jean. Uh, Nicole?
8: It goes with Daniel.
2: It goes with Daniel. That's the first thing that I thought, because you always hear about the, the Daniel the Revelation ser- 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 series, so I thought it went with Daniel. Well, thank you for being transparent, because I will share mine. I remember beasts, <laughs> and 666, and hell, <laughs> no. and everything coming at me all at once, Samantha. And it took me a while. Um, so may, there may be others having the same experience. What is also interesting is that some I've heard that some people think that the Book of Revelation is a closed book. Mm, mm, it's yeah. sealed, can't be understood. It's a mystery. And what is also interesting is that the Book of Revelation in some Bibles actually it's called Apocalypse. apocalypse yeah. mm. And then now when you look at the definition of apocalypse, it means disclosure. It means exposure, unraveling, unveiling, uncovering. So we can, through the power of the Holy Spirit, understand the book of Revelation. Now, Laurel, I'm going to ask you to start with uh, Revelation chapter 1, please, and verse 1. And I would like for us to start at the very beginning, if you will, of Revelation, the book of Revelation, Revelation 1 and verse 1. And we're going to seek to understand who, who gave this revelation hmm. to the Apostle John. Lauren. All
9: right. I'll be reading from the New American Standard Bible. Revelation 1, 1. The revelation of Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. which God gave Him to show to His bound servants, the things which must soon take place. And he sent and communicated it by his angel to his bondservant, John.
2: All right. Thank you, Laurel. So, who, I'm sure you are listening intently and following (laughs) in your Bibles, who really gave this revelation to John? Mm -hmm. Any thoughts on that? God. Yes, Jason.
10: Well, uh, Jesus gave it. It's a message from God from Heaven yes. that Jesus gave here to John. All
2: right. So Thank you so much, Jason. Samantha? Um,
4: God gave it to the angel who gave it to John.
2: All <laughs> right. So, there's a, it's almost like a, a channel going to, to John. Mm. Derek, I see.
0: Well, yeah, it's a chain, isn't it? It's yes. a chain. Yep. Yep. But actually, it says God gave to him, referring to Jesus, Jesus. Mm-hmm. to show His servants, yeah. and there's an angel in the middle. Yes. So, it sounds like it's a really important message Mm-hmm. It didn't just come randomly, mm-hmm. that there is a divine or heavenly delivery system yes. that brings the message finally to mm-hmm. the Apostle John.
2: Spot on, um, Derek. And, and it says now that the angel signified it. So, the angel is playing a very, very critical role, as you've seen in the book of Revelation, where angels play a very very, very critical part of the process. Now, again, as you look at Revelation 1 and verse 1, what are your thoughts here? Is, is this revelation by Jesus Christ, or is the revelation about Jesus Christ? What are your thoughts? Puya? what are your thoughts on that? Hmm.
11: I believe the answer is both. <laughs> nope. This revelation is about Jesus, and it's from Jesus.
2: Yes, yes. Thank you so much for sharing, (laughs) Puya. We were trying to trick you there. Just (laughs) Anybody else would like to share? Any other thoughts? Jason?
10: I mean, it's clearly from Jesus because it says the revelation of Jesus Christ, but then when you actually read Revelation, there's a whole lot of symbolism and messages that are about Jesus, and specifically what He has done, is doing, and will do.
2: 100%. Mm -hmm. Amen to that. Mm -hmm. Now, Jackson, I wish for you, please, to uh, read for us Revelation 1, verses 1 to 3. We're talking about now the, uh, the revelation of a message. Let's read verses 1 to 3 of Revelation 1, and we're going to seek now who receives a blessing when receiving the message of this book we're calling Revelation. Go ahead, Sure. Johnson.
5: Revelation 1.1 1, 1 from the New King James Version. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants things which must shortly take place, And he sent and signified it by his angel to his servant John, Mm -hmm. who bore witness to the word of God and to the testimony of Jesus Christ, to all things that he saw. Blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written in it, for the time is near. All right. Thank you, Jackson. So, who receives a blessing
2: if you participate in this book of Revelation? Who?
5: Anybody who reads those it. Who
2: Anyone who reads it, yes?
4: And, and act up upon the words. It. And also act upon the truth that they receive.
2: Ah, mm. very important, yes, okay.
4: And those who hear, because
0: yes. I'm assuming even in that day, and maybe even today in some settings, not everybody can read.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: that's why the messenger is sent out, mm. so that everyone can hear. hear. Mm.
2: So the critical words that jumped out at all of us would be those who read, Mm-hmm. hear and keep, and keep Samantha. Keep those things that are already in it. We will be all blessed, says yep. the book of Revelation. Now, the Apostle John tells us, and we just heard it from Jackson, that the time, the time is near. The time is near. What, what time is near? What's, what's the reference you're
5: talking about? The
2: time is near. Yes, Jackson?
5: I believe this is talking about the end time, mm-hmm. the end of the history of the world.
10: Yes. All right. End of time. Jason. So there's been references from several different people about how Revelation is a closed book. Yes. And it's not so much that it's closed where you couldn't read it, but in order to understand certain things, there's some history that takes place here. And it's easier to understand the closer you get as those things have taken place. So the time is near. It means we're getting through some of those things in history and getting closer to the end of those things that are written about in the book of Revelation. Mm.
2: Yes, thank you for sharing, Jason. What is interesting, if you go back to Daniel, where prophecies were given to him, there were some prophecies were, that were being fulfilled in his time all the way up to the end of time and, and to some extent beyond time. Yep. In this case with John, it, it could be the same, where you know, there are some things that would, have, would, would be... Uh, prophesied, but um, uh, fulfilled throughout His time, throughout our time, and even beyond that time. So we realize now, in in fact, there's a clue, there's a clue that's given in Revelation 1 and verse 7. Revelation 1 and verse 7. I'm just going to ask Stephanie, if you could Mm. read that for us quickly. Revelation 1 and verse 7. That gives us another clue.
3: The New King James Version says, Behold, He is coming with clouds, and every eye will see Him even they who pierced him, and all the tribes of the earth will mourn because of him. Even so, Amen. Yes. Mm. So
2: Jackson you mentioned that yes, the end of time, so you'll find that we're drawing closer and closer to such time that you just read Mm. about Stephanie. Now if you look at Revelation chapter 1 verses 4 to 8, I would like for us to to try and glean some important revelations that are actually articulated there in Revelation 1, verses 4 to 8. And Glenny, I'm gonna ask you to read that for us. Revelation chapter 1, verses 4 to 8. And, and our goal there of reading through that is what important revelations are given in those open verses. Go ahead, Glenny. Uh,
6: I'm reading from the New King James Version, and it says, John, to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace to you and peace from him who is, and who was, and who is to come, and from the seven spirits who are before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler over the kings of the earth. Mm -hmm. To him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood, and has made us kings and priests to his God and Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Amen. BEHOLD, HE IS COMING WITH CLOUDS, AND EVERY EYE WILL SEE HIM, EVEN THEY WHO PIERCED HIM, AND ALL THE TRIBES OF THE EARTH WILL MOURN BECAUSE OF HIM. EVEN SO, AMEN. amen. I AM THE ALPHA AND THE OMEGA, THE BEGINNING AND THE END, SAYS THE LORD, WHO IS AND WHO WAS AND WHO IS TO COME, THE ALMIGHTY.
2: Amen. amen. Excellent. Amen. Thank you, Glennie. So, any revelations that you glean from verses 4 to 8 of mm-hmm. Revelation chapter 1.
12: Yes, John? Seems like the very first one to me is that yes. Jesus is said as the faithful witness mm-hmm. and supreme ruler over all.
2: Amen. Statement.
5: Amen. Very firm. Anyone else? Thank you, John. Jackson? The message comes from three people. Yes. One is God the Father and then the seven mm-hmm. spirits and from Jesus. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you for sharing. Anyone else? any important
0: Rodney, I see a sir. confirmation of a promise Jesus made, recorded in the Gospel of John, four, yeah. chapter 14, where He said, I will come back mm-hmm. and receive you to Myself. And we, we find a description of that in verse 7, Behold, He's coming. Mm-hmm. So, this is not just a revelation so we can learn more about Jesus, but if we have that living relationship, we will joyfully welcome Him when He mm. returns in
2: glory. Mm. Excellent. Mm. Thank you so much for sharing, Derek. Uh, Jason?
10: You have a reference here to the whole time position, the Alpha and Omega beginning and end, because Revelation includes all of that. And so where he, uh, what he's saying here is Jesus is part of all of that, of everything that happens mm-hmm. through all these experiences that we read in the book of Revelation. The beast and all of that, Jesus is there.
2: Thank you for sharing. In fact, Jason, that very verse, um, the Alpha and Omega, I keep remembering uh, Bottles tune to that song, and the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning <laughs> and the end, okay, yes. we'll stop now, but <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that's an important verse for us to, to, to hold on to because he's before the beginning and will mm. always yeah. be. Amen. that's yeah. the God that we serve, yeah. amazing, powerful, yeah. now let's go a little bit deeper now, into. so now that we have a perspective from the word uh, revelation about the revelation of the good news being given. Yeah. We saw the process through which it was given to John and yeah. to us today as a result. Let's go a little bit deeper now on what is this everlasting gospel, this good news of salvation. So let's turn our Bibles now to Revelation 14. Revelation 14. Nicole, can you read this for us, please? Revelation 14, verse 6. And the question for us is, what is the everlasting gospel the angel flying
8: in the midst of heaven will preach to all who dwell on the earth. Go ahead Nicole. So the New International Version of Revelation fourteen six says, then I saw another angel flying in the midst in mid-air and he had the eternal gospel to proclaim to all those who live on the earth to every nation tribe language and people. Mm-hmm. Alright thank you so much Nicole.
2: So just, just from that one text, Tricia if Lee, you, if you don't mind sharing with us, wh- what what is it from? Just that one text, fourteen verse six, Revelation fourteen verse six. What is it? What is the everlasting gospel to you? <laughs> I was
13: actually thinking about the following verses, but from that one verse, verse six, it is something that is universal. Yes, yeah. it's a message that's applicable to every nation, tribe, mm-hmm. tongue, people. There's mm-hmm. any way you could divide up people groups, ethnic groups, or anything. It applies to all of us. So I think yes. that's an important aspect of the everlasting gospel. Beautiful. Mm.
2: Thank you so mm. much for sharing. Anyone else? Just from that one verse. Samantha. To me, it's that
4: incredible good news yes. about the death and the resurrection and that the return of Christ and his, you know, all encompassing love
2: for us. Mm. Amen. Mm. And if you were just to kind of to parse out those words a little bit, everlasting. Everlasting. What does that mean? What does that word really mean, everlasting? Forever.
8: No Forever. End. No end. Forever. Forever. Never ending. Yeah. Never ending,
2: yeah. Ongoing, mm-hmm. all right? Mm-hmm. And then the word gospel, what does that word really mean for us? Good
8: news. Good news. Good
2: news. So it's,
8: a, it's, it's uh,
2: the good news that is ongoing. It's almost like it doesn't have yeah. an end.
0: I just had an epiphany. <laughs> Maybe everybody else knew this, but it will be good news for eternity. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's not just until we make it to, to right. the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Throughout eternity, as Samantha shared, it's, it's, it's like
2: we'll, we'll, we'll constantly be going, that's good news,
0: yes. Yes. What, yes. The, the love of God and, and His saving grace. Yeah. Amazing.
2: <laughs> I mean, totally. Do you see why I'm excited now? Because yeah. it's, it's, it's news that everyone should hear mm. and everyone should accept by the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, let's take a look quickly of those individuals who were close to Jesus. Why don't we do that? And let's see what their perspective is on the everlasting gospel. Let's look at Peter. And Puyi, I'm going to ask you please to read for us Acts 10, verses 34 to 43. And let's hear through the lens now, or see through the lens of Peter on his understanding of this everlasting gospel that we can learn from. Acts 10, verses 34 to 43. Go ahead, Puyi.
11: Mm-hmm. Acts 10 uh, verses 34 to 43 And the New, in, uh, the new King James Version reads Then Peter opened his mouth and said In truth I perceive that God shows no partiality But in every nation whoever fears him And works righteousness is accepted by him The word which God sent to the children of Israel Preaching peace through Jesus Christ He is Lord of all that word you know which was proclaimed throughout all Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism which John preached how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went out who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil for God was with him and we are witnesses of all things which he did both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem whom they killed by hanging on a tree. Him God raised up on the third day and showed him openly, not to all the people, but to witnesses chosen before by God, even to us who ate and drank with him after he arose from the dead. And he commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that it is he who was ordained by God to be judge of the living and the dead to him all the prophets witness that through his name whoever believes in him will receive remission of sins.
2: Mm. Amen. Awesome. Thank you, Puya. Yeah. We could spend the entire rest of the period just talking about mm. that text. Yeah. Yeah. But what have you garnered from Jesus's close friend, Peter, on what this everlasting gospel is? Mm-hmm. Mm. What have you garnered? Yes, Richelieu.
13: What stands out to me is right at the end of that passage that we read that that we can receive remission of sins through Him, mm-hmm. that we can be mm-hmm. forgiven for yes. uh, the wrongs yes. um, that He's mm-hmm. made a way for us. Yes,
2: and don't we need that, Tricia? Yes, we really we need, need it. it. Laurel,
9: um, basically, that God is not one to show partiality; mm-hmm. that the gospel is for all. Because uh, Peter, like when he first, you know, started out with Jesus, he grew up with the tradition that it was like, oh, just for the Jews, but then God, Jesus opened the doors, like, it's for everyone. The gospel is for all the world.
2: Amen and amen. Thank you so much. Let's look also, not only Peter, but let's, let's hear what Paul thinks mm-hmm. about this everlasting gospel. And you can find a reference there in 1 Corinthians 15, verses 1 to 4. And Nicole, I'm going to ask you to read that for us. 1st Corinthians 15 verses 1 to 4.
8: The New International Version of 1st Corinthians 15one to 4 says, Now, brothers and sisters, I want to remind you of the gospel I preached to you, which you received and on which you have taken your stand. By this gospel you are saved. If you hold firmly to the word I preached to you, otherwise you have believed in vain. For what I received, I passed on to you as of first importance, that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day according to the Scriptures.
2: Yes. All right. Thank you so much, Nicole.
8: Anything jumped out at
2: you with regards to that reference? Yes, Jackson.
5: Sure. Here, the everlasting gospel is clearly tied to the life, death, resurrection of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And also that they witnessed that Jesus actually Mm -hmm. uh, ate with them and he walked with them. So, the following verses also talk about it. So, when Paul is writing this, he is writing what he actually saw.
2: Mm -hmm. And he also referenced that, you know, even after he was resurrected... Five hundred people saw him in person, no, right. right? There is also a reference where uh, he asked Philip, to "Touch, touch my hands, touch, touch my side." Um, it's just, it, in other words, Jesus wanted them to, to feel literally this everlasting gospel. It's mm. all about Jesus Christ. How about John, mm. a very good friend, and we have a John here too. Um. Um, I, in fact, I'm going to ask you, John, please to read First John <laughs> five verses 11 to 13. How about John? What was John's perspective on the everlasting gospel? 1 John 5, verses 11 to
12: 13. Sure, happy to. From the New King James, and it says, And this is the testimony that God has given us eternal life, and this life is in His Son. He who has the Son has life, yes. and he who, he who does not have the Son of God does not have life. These things I have written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life Mm -hmm. and that you may continue to believe in the name of the Son of God. Amen. Amen. And, John, what's your perspective on on what you just read? (laughs) Well, there's so much certainty in this here. I mean, we may know that we have eternal life through Mm -hmm. His Son. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. It's not ambiguous. Not at all. No.
0: In a previous study, We talked a lot about Son of Man, Son of Mm -hmm. Man, but here three times, Son of God, Son of God, Son of God. God." So it's like we have access through Jesus, the Son of God. It's it's very profound. You know, what I'm hearing, because Paul talks about people preaching another gospel, Mm -hmm. any gospel that is not rooted in the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus and what He accomplished for us, is a false gospel. True. Amen. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. Amen, amen. Tricia Lee?
13: Yeah, I'm thinking if I went in my backyard and dug up a million dollars, that would be good news. <laughs> 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 I'm not telling anyone though, I might Come tell on my now. husband or, Come on. you know, tell the banker or something, you know, I found some money, let's, you know, whatever. But this is good news and in all these texts, they're writing to someone, they're preaching or telling others to preach they are openly sharing this good news. It's not just, I have found salvation, and it's only for me, only for us. They are actually saying, this is good news worth sharing. Yes. And mm-hmm. I like that in these passages, because that's a part of that everlasting gospel, is that we have to share it, mm-hmm. and we have to tell somebody else about the good thing that we amen. found. Amen, mm-hmm.
2: amen, we should share it. And if amen. you find a million dollars, you can share it among us. <laughs> <you. laughs> <laughs> Lenny, over to you, we'd love to hear your perspective.
6: Yeah, I was just thinking how interesting it is to see the ever-living God we see in Revelation 1, who was and is and is to come, yeah. has the everlasting gospel, which we see, saw in Revelation 14, promising us everlasting life, mm. which is bas- basically reconciliation mm-hmm. with Him, gaining wow. what we had want, once lost at the Garden of Eden. Yeah. Yeah. Mm.
2: Fantastic. Beautiful. Thank you, Glennie. Let's run over to uh, a testimony from an angel. How about that? A messenger from heaven. Uh, Let's look at Matthew 1 and verse 21. And Jamie Jean, I'm going to ask you to read that for us. Matthew 1 and verse 21. Again, we'll get some perspective from an angel on this everlasting gospel. Go ahead, Jamie. Okay.
7: The NASB says, She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. For he will save his people from their sins. Amen. Amen. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> he will save his Simple. people
2: from. from their sins. Mm, Is yeah. there anyone here or online who hasn't sinned? Because mm. mm. I have mm. and I need I need his grace and his mercy. Mm. We we will just go one more over to in fact to so the himself. epitome of righteousness. Mm. Mm. How about that Derek? Mm. Jesus, Jesus himself. himself.
0: Jesus himself. Yep. Yes.
2: Let's read that one, John 3, verses 16 and 17. I'm going to ask Stephanie if you could read that for us. John 3, verses 16 and 17.
3: And I'll be reading from the New King James Version. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. <laughs> For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. Ah, That
2: is just cause Mm -hmm. for reflection. And I'm Mm -hmm. delighted that you read it so slowly so that we can follow you, Stephanie. Mm -hmm. Oh, for God so loved the world. He loved us, Mm -hmm. each one of us, and everyone viewing online that He died and gave His life for all of us. This is the everlasting gospel. Now, you have heard several references. You have heard from Jesus himself. You have heard from Paul. You have heard from Peter. If you were to summarize, Nicole, if you have a friend that called (laughs) you up and said, you know, I was watching Hope and I saw you in Hope Sabbath School. (laughs) (laughs) And they said, Mm I'm still a little bit unsure of what this everlasting gospel is. How would you summarize that for your friend?
8: I would say it's a Mm -hmm. life-changing, life-transforming choice that I make Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. follow Jesus every
2: Mm -hmm. single day. Amen, amen. Amen. Anyone else? Just how would you express that to a friend, Mm -hmm. the everlasting gospel? Anyone else? Yes, Jackson.
5: I would say that God is love. He loves me, and then, Whatever I have done in the past, He is willing to forgive me.
2: All right. So whatever you have done in the past, have you done anything in the past? (laughs) A lot. (laughs) A lot. (laughs) lot. You and me both. But thank God He will erase all of that. And He promises to Mm. do that for us. Mm. You know, um, I want us to look at Romans 10. Romans 10 verses 13 to 17. And I want us to, to look at that text. In fact, Jason, I'm going to ask you to read that for us. Romans 10, verses 13 to 17. And when we, when we have heard Jason reading that text, um, I want us to look at what is it, why is it vitally important that this everlasting gospel be disseminated to, not only for us here, I know it's on, on, on a remote, but for all the world to hear and to see. Why is that? Let's, let's take a look at Romans 10, verses 13 to 17. Go ahead, Jason.
10: The New King James Version says, in Romans chapter 10, verses 13 through 17, For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on Him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in Him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a... And how shall they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace, who bring the glad tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our report? So then faith comes by hearing and hearing Mm -hmm. by the word of God.
2: Thank you so much, Jason. So why? Why is it so important for everyone to hear about this good news? Mm. Why is it? Yes, Amanda. Well,
4: as Jason read, says, whoever calls on the name of God will be saved. But then if they don't hear the good news, how can they be saved? It's like if I know that the only way to get from Maryland to North Carolina is through I-95, and I don't, there's no way, I don't know the way, I cannot get there. Yes. So we have to tell the world, we have to let people know about the good news of salvation, which is about Jesus Christ and Him crucified, resurrected and His return.
2: Mm-hmm. Excellent, mm-hmm. excellent. Puya, please share with us your thoughts. Mm-hmm.
11: It is vitally important for everyone to hear this good news because mm. everyone needs to hear this. <laughs> I mean, we're all, we're all in the darkness of sin in this world without Jesus. And so if only people hear this news, it can change everyone's lives. So I believe everyone needs to hear this because everyone needs it.
2: Mm. Oh, mm-hmm. It can change mm. someone's life forever. Trisha Lee.
13: I just wanted to read John 14, verse... Please, um,
2: John 14, give us a moment to find it, Mm. John 14 and verse 6, all right, go ahead Lee.
13: Reading from the New King James Version, this is Jesus speaking, Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life, no one comes to the Father except through me, so, in Samantha's example of the the one highway getting you from destination point A to point B, mm-hmm. this is Jesus yes. saying that there's no other way through Him. Mm-hmm. And we all need to hear it because there are different cultural traditions, different heritage, different things that people are taught in parts of the world where there might be other deities or other superstitions or practices or beliefs that people believe might get them eternal life or can mm-hmm. cleanse them or outdo the bad in their lives. But that's not what mm-hmm. Jesus tells us here. And so... Yeah. There's a lot of um, deception and misinformation um, and they have to hear the gospel because that's <laughs> the truth that sets us free. Mm-hmm. And so we can't keep it yeah. to ourselves. Mm-hmm. We have to share so that people can hear and be released from some of these uh, roads mm-hmm. that lead mm-hmm. to nowhere. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. And there are many roads that lead to nowhere. <laughs> Only through <laughs> Jesus we can <laughs> okay. be saved. Yeah. Now, yeah. have you ever thought through at what point did this, this this everlasting gospel come to being. Like, wh- when did God conjure up this wonderful idea that we have? Have you ever thought through that? Um, and if you haven't, well, you'll find out now. One Peter one verses eighteen to twenty. One Peter one verses eighteen to twenty. And I'm going to ask Jackson, please, to read that for us. One Peter one verses eighteen to twenty. And we're thinking through when was this everlasting gospel first
5: conceived in the mind of God. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Um, Alright. So here's another
2: clue then that we can look at. Ephesians one and verse four. Ephesians one and verse four. I'm gonna ask Glenny to read that for us. Ephesians one and verse four to complement first Peter one verses eighteen to twenty. Go ahead, Glenny.
6: I'm reading from the New King James Version and it says just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world That we should be holy and without blame before Him in love.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. One more for us to consider before we address the question. Revelation 13, Laurel, please. Revelation 13 and verse 8. Revelation 13 and verse 8.
9: All right. I'll be reading from the New American Standard Bible. All who dwell on the earth will worship Him. Everyone whose name has not been written from the foundation of the world in the book of life of the Lamb who has been slain.
2: All right. So when was this conceived in the mind of God? Before the foundation. Uh, Jamie Jean, go ahead, please.
7: Always, because he's the Alpha and the Omega. So he would have known yes. what would have happened in the fall of mankind. So he planned it. From before the foundation of the world, He Mm. always planned the cross. Because He always loved us.
2: Thank you so much, Jamie G. Powerful, powerful. All right, so as we wind down now in the last segment of of our study, now that we have an understanding of a revelation that was given to John, and yea, to us today, right, through the writings of John, now we have a deeper understanding of the everlasting gospel, what that is. Now how about, and I think Tricia Lee started us on that road, which is how do we now, since it's so important for us uh, to be saved, to understand the gospel, how do we proclaim that now, Nicole, to the rest of the world so that we don't keep it to ourselves, but we, we uh, proclaim this everlasting gospel? I would like for us to look at Revelation 14, Revelation 14 and verse 6. And this is where I would li- like for us to, to read it one more time. I think we have read it almost over and over again, but that's okay. We read that at a fourth and fifth time. Revelation 14 and verse 6. Read that verse for us, please.
8: Okay, the New International Version says, Then I saw another angel flying in the midair, and he had the eternal gospel to proclaim to those who live on the earth to every nation, tribe, language, and people. Mm. Yes. Powerful. So remember we said at the outset,
2: Mm. there may be someone watching today who never associated the everlasting gospel to the book of Revelation. We just heard it. The literal words, everlasting gospel. Okay. So where else in scripture would you say that you've seen a a complementary reference Mm. of the gospel, the everlasting gospel. Where else in Scripture? Give us an example.
10: In the Jackson.
5: Gospels.
2: In the Gospels. Okay, yes. where in the Gospels? Any, any examples? Jason?
10: Matthew 28.
2: Matthew 28, verse?
10: Well, 19. All
2: right, so let's read that for us then, Jason, please, if you don't mind.
10: All right, Matthew twenty-eight nineteen, New King James Version says, Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.
2: Beautiful. Thank you so much. It can't be clearer than that. Go, therefore, and make disciples, and informing them about this wonderful news of salvation. Any other references that you can think about in the Bible that speaks to the everlasting gospel? Any others? Yes, Jamie G.
7: So, I'm reminded of Mark 16, verse 15, and the NASB says, And He said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation.
2: And Trishlee, do you have another one that you'd like to share? Beautiful, go right ahead.
13: Let's turn to Matthew 24, Mm -hmm. verse 14. Matthew 24, verse 14, from the New King James Version reads, And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations, and then the end will come. Amen.
2: Fantastic. All right, so thank you so much for sharing, Tricia Lee. Have you ever wondered, truth be told, this is not a trivial task. Oh. This is to go to the entire world. Yeah. If we were to think through this in our own... Minds, I see Trisha Lee smiling already. Mm-hmm. I mean, our knees probably will start to, to buckle mm. because we know that, that is, it's, it's impossible, really, to some extent. Is it really? Um, so the question is, how possible is it to really execute on God's command to us to go and share this everlasting gospel to the world? How possible mm. is that? Trisha Lee?
13: well one of the reasons i was smiling was that says the angel was flying not walking yes you know not taking their (laughs) sweet time so it's kind of like there's this urgency even for us i think for by human means alone we will find ways to mess up (laughs) and delay or drag our feet but um this is god's message and we are partnering Mm -hmm. with him Mm -hmm. and so he works alongside us we are weak or frail or slow He helps give us urgency and accuracy and speed. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's impossible with men's efforts alone, but we're not doing this on our own strength. Mm
1: -hmm. We are
13: going in the name of God, and we are relying on the Holy Spirit to help us share and amplify and to be effective, powerful witnesses. So God is going to work in and through us. So Mm -hmm. if we have that faith to trust that it's possible, He'll do amazing things. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, With God, all things are are possible. possible. Oh, yeah, please share with us as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, first and
11: foremost mm-hmm. The gospel, the good news Is not about what I do mm. It's not about what we do You know, It's about what God has done To save us So if we understand that the gospel Is the good news that God has done Everything he can to save us That means even when it comes To preaching this good news To the entire world At the end of the day it's not about us It's about him mm-hmm. And he will accomplish it no matter what and we have been invited to join him in this effort so because this is his work
10: he who has begun a good work will finish it
2: fantastic thank you so much Mm -hmm. for sharing jason
10: he's also sent us some assistance as well in this process
2: (laughs) you want to tell us a little bit more about that 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 assistant in fact um let's turn our bibles then, jason to acts 1 and verse 8 because that now will tell us who that assistant is if you will go ahead jason
10: Yes, the New King James Version says in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, "...but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria, and to the end of the earth."
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, our assistance is? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. Spirit. Mm. He will do a mighty work within us. Any, any other thoughts? Yes, Stephanie?
3: Ronnie, I can't help but think of Matthew five, and I won't. We don't need to go there and read it, but the Bible says, "Let your light shine." Amen. Yes. So when Jesus is in our lives, that will be part of the proclamation of what God can do for human for human race.
2: Yes, yes. Thank you so much, yeah. Stephanie, for sharing. Yeah. Uh, Glennie, you want to share with us too?
6: Yes, you were just mentioning how spreading the gospel to the whole world seems like a daunting task. But with what you see with the technological revolution, just over the past 30, 40 years, you see how easy it is to access any home, any device, even with Hope Sabbath School. You don't have to go somewhere. People can just turn on their television, their smartphones, and they have the gospel just in front of them so that has made things so much more easier too nowadays One hundred percent.
2: i was uh thank you for sharing glennie i was sitting in a church some time ago just uh at the eve of the pandemic mm. and uh it was testimony time and there was a gentleman who stood and shared his testimony here's how the testimony went he said I have stepped out of line with God for the past 40 years. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I was listening online, back to what Ghani was saying, online to a specific program. And this was my first Sabbath at the time. He was actually exiting his house to go to a physical church. Mm. And he shared his testimony there and he and he and gave his heart to Jesus Praise right him. there. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Talking about the sh- sharing of the Gospel in technological ways, he was clicking on a button, mm. <laughs> clicking on a button and receiving the Gospel and he gave his heart to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Wonderful mm-hmm. testimony. Samantha, share yeah, with us.
4: And also in line with what Glennie said, you know, I was reading, you know, Mark Finley's The Great, The Three Cosmic Messages and, you know, he said that the, the Gospel it has leaped across geographical boundaries mm-hmm. and, in a, and it says it's in, a, in, in t- due time it's going to reach the entire world. It, it has already reached all cultures and languages and also he said that it has already reached 210 of the 235 countries recognized by the United Nations. That is approximately 90% mm-hmm. of the world that has already heard the good wow. news. but. There is still 10% to go, yes. and so the, the preaching of the gospel will soon be over.
2: But we and we have a work to do. Yes, mm. and Hope Sabbath School, 200 countries.
4: Yeah,
0: unfortunately, Samantha, the statistics are a little warped because about half of the world has never heard the name of Jesus. Uh-huh. So we may have covered some countries. Yes, but I just want to come back to what Rodney said. I think we have an impossible task mm. unless the Holy Spirit yes. gives us power. that's right. Yes. That's right. Uh, but But, yeah, we're part of the miracle. Well, Mm -hmm. one little piece Mm -hmm. you're teaching today, someone may decide to accept what Jesus did for her, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. accept forgiveness and the gift of salvation. Mm -hmm. We're one part of that miracle. But uh, I think, I know all of us as a team, we prayed as we were preparing. You prayed, Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit, please be Mm -hmm. with us, because the Holy Spirit can accomplish more. Mm -hmm. We know the Gospel is true. Yes, but the Holy Spirit can accomplish more than we could ever accomplish in our own strength. Mm. In the
2: last few moments, I want someone to share with us an opportunity that God gave you
8: to share the Gospel with someone else. Yes, Nicole. I, I don't want to overlook this because I think it's so imperative that we look at what we're doing right here today. (laughs) You know, I mean, honestly, I mean, we have an opportunity, and I know Derek has said this before, to reach people that could never be reached before. And so I, I am thankful to have an opportunity to sit here with they are the other members of this family and share the gospel, yes. share yes. Jesus' love, yes. share yes. what we're going through so we can help yes. others to really cling to this message and know that he's coming soon and he's, gonna, he's coming to save each and every one of us. Thank Amen. you so Praise much for sharing. Yes. You caused yes. the goosebumps to come over my <laughs> body because it yes. is true
12: we are a part of this miracle. John, yes. please share. I am reminded of that passage we read in in Romans 10, where God said, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring the good news. There's not many things in scripture that God considers beautiful. (laughs) Mm. But if it's the beautiful, those who bring good news. Just a few days ago, I had a conversation with a young man, Mm -hmm. experienced a broken relationship, Mm -hmm. but has been seeking God and had an opportunity to share the good news of what Jesus Mm -hmm. has done. And I can see that the Holy Spirit is leading His heart. Mm -hmm. And so, God is working all around.
2: Powerful. Thank you so much for sharing, John. This is an opportunity that we have, that we're experiencing right now, sharing this wonderful good news with the world. Mm -hmm. Isn't it amazing? It's unbelievable, and God has chosen us. And for those who are watching, my desire is for you to Listen to this good news of salvation, Jesus Himself, who is willing and able to save you. Amen. Amen.
0: Thank you so much, Ronnie. Well, what a great study, and we're so glad you've joined us today for this in-depth, interactive study of the Word of God. I just want to use my favorite Hebrew word, hallelujah, because if I look at myself, as a colleague of mine once said, I don't see how I can be saved. Mm. but if I look to Jesus, Amen. I don't see how I can be lost. Yes. It's not, am I worthy to be saved? But is He worthy to save me? Friends, what's the answer? Mm. Yes. Yes. He is worthy. Absolutely. He has provided perfect salvation. And I want to encourage you not only to either make a decision for the first time or reaffirm your commitment to Christ as your Savior, but to make a commitment that you could have beautiful feet. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That means that you could go out and share about the everlasting gospel with people who are hurting and looking for hope for their futures. Will you commit to do that with me? Be part of God's great miracle as we prepare for the soon coming of Jesus. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank You as we have studied about the everlasting gospel today. We thank You that it's not just for some, but for all, including us. We accept that precious gift of salvation through Jesus today, and we pray we could share it with those around us by the power of the Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, thanks for joining us for Hope Sabbath School. You say, Derek, I'm thinking of the old gospel song, I've decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. Praise God. Keep your eyes fixed on Him. But friends, don't keep that everlasting gospel to yourself. Go out and share it with those around you.